What's going on? Hope you're doing well. What's up, Cool Sword Collective? Rashawn Ali here for another edition of the Cool Sword Podcast. Do me a favor, follow us on the gram, man, at Cool Sword. And if you have an idea for someone who you think would serve our audience well, shoot me an email at cool at coolsword.com. And if you're interested in being a sponsor, love to get your information there, either a sponsor here or for my IG lives. I am definitely open to that possibility. Today, we are joined by a cool sword of a Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated. She is my mentee. Her name is Erica McCracken. And throughout quarantine, she's been doing well, like a lot of us have, but a lot of us have faced some challenges in that she has started a new business. She realized, hey, I can't go to the beauty salon. So she created Bossy Press On Nails. Isn't that cool? So she's going to tell you all about it and just let you know how you can be a part of the movement. Okay? So here's Bossy with Erica McCracken right here on the Cool Sore Podcast. Enjoy. You know you got to be a cool soror to talk to the cool soror herself. I'm a cool soror. Hey, y'all. I am a cool soror of... What's up, y'all? I'm a cool soror of... Hi, I am a cool soror of... It's the Cool Soror Podcast, hosted by me, Rashawn Ali. Erica McCracken, what's cracking? Hey, girl, hey. You know, just, just <laughs> hey, let me tell you, let, let, what they not going to do is quarantine 15 me. Nope. Who you telling? College is over. My freshman 15, them days are done. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm a grown woman. I'm a grown woman. They ain't going to do me. I, nope. Mm-mm, I got stuff to do, and I'm not about to come out this thing like, oh, my God, did you see Rashawn? So much has happened. No. <laughs> <laughs> and they will. Yes, absolutely. So I'm not gonna, you can't give anyone anything to talk about, even though I give zero. <laughs> if I was bigger than a house or not, you know what I mean? You gonna love all of this? You gonna love this little yes. bit? You right. All of this. Make, make absolutely. It absolutely. Well, Erica, thank you so much for joining the Cool Soror podcast, Cool Soror Live. This has been a long time coming, sis, so I'm happy to have you here. For having me. Absolutely. 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 So before we get started, so we always intro, uh, you have to give your own introduction. Erica McCracken joins us and she is a cool soror of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated. Yes. If anybody's on the line, I hope so. Yes, hopefully so. They are coming in. The pretty poodles are coming in. Okay, Erica, let's talk. Let's chat about you and your journey. And it has been one heck of a journey. Um, I've had the pleasure of knowing you for a few years now, and we we got together from a uh, mentorship program, and I was assigned this beautiful woman, and we have since grown into friends since then. Yeah. Uh, program, and you know how we got connected, and and it wasn't just one of those one one off things. Like we truly did stay connected. What do you think? You, why do you think that we were able to sustain that? Absolutely. Um, and it's funny you mentioned that because in our we have a little group chat for New Leaders Council. To New Leaders Council. Um, and I thank them. I was like, I'm having, I'm chopping up with my mentor tomorrow. And if it wasn't for this amazing program, we would have never met. So right. it, I had, it was like my thankful Thursday post. And I thank them for that. And we met. It was a sunny day. I feel like on a Friday at the gathering spot. And we sat there yeah. for hours. 
Um, we sat yeah. there for hours. Oh, I think we're very kindred spirits, and <laughs> we are very loving, very direct. What you see is what you're going to get. Right. And I think that's why we've been able to stay connected for, gosh, it's been about three years now. That was 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's been... It's been fantastic. So uh, you went to the University of Georgia, I'm, I'm sorry, Virginia, pardon me, um, <laughs> and, and majored in English. What was it about words and, and just the, the, the love of the language that, that, that you graduated that particular degree? Well, I wish I could tell you that I grew up loving words and it was just a passion. <laughs> yeah, it is, it's not a love story, but it ended up being a blessing nonetheless. So when I started at UVA, I was, I wanted to be a doctor. So I was a biology major and, you know, I was ready to go into it and they were like, no, nah, this ain't for you, sis. <laughs> so I had to dissect a frog. I wasn't, everything in his inside looked the same. And they were like, well, this is the spleen and this is the heart. Everything looked the same. Everything was just all the way bad. Um, and I am not, I wasn't really good at math and science. So essentially they two semesters and they said lady if you want to stay at this here school you need to find <laughs> you a whole nother major and right. English was my highest grade y'all it was the highest grade I had and I said well this is it and that's where yeah. that started so yeah <laughs> just yeah. go to tell you that you know we might have aspirations and dreams of things that we want to do but you got to really know your strengths and your passions and blood and all that other stuff was not my passion Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. And now you've since gone on to, to, to write two books. You've um, uh, created and been a part of like two documentaries. You have a web series and you really tapped into it. When did you have that aha moment? Like, OK, yeah, this is where I need to be. Well, I think it just it writing came easy to me. It was therapeutic after they tried to kick me out of the school. Um, so it was an opportunity for me to express myself. Um, and then anytime things got difficult in life, I knew I could always write. And that's yeah. what I've always done. So done has initially transpired out of something that was going on that wasn't the best in my life. So I'm thankful that I have that outlet that it, I can write. I can, you can't take that away from me. I can always write. Right, 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 right. And that has been the thing that has continued to sustain you. Um, uh, you know, in, in our questionnaire, when I send one, like, what is, you know, a pivotal moment in your life? And the way that you were able to seemingly heal from your um, engagement or failed engagement, I, I won't say failed engagement, an engagement that ended, uh, was writing. How did that help mm -hmm. you through the process when you, you know, you had these dreams of, you know, the picket fence with a husband and children and all these things, and then it came crumbling down? Well, I will say that allowed me to really write out how I was feeling so that I could reflect on it much later. So I had no intentions on writing a book, none of that. I legit wrote because this was the only thing that I, not the only thing, but one of the, the biggest things I felt like I could do that was constructive. So, you know, when people deal with breakups, you know, you either go to the gym or you go eat or you do whatever it is that at the time mean, um, therapeutic and for me I just felt like let me just write these down because a year from now I'm sure I won't feel any way the way I feel now not even a year three months from now I'm going to feel different six months from now I'm going to feel different months so it, it was me writing and then one day looking back at this and being like man to see growth and I was so thankful for that because oftentimes when you're in it 
you just feel like it's never going to end. And then after time, you look up and you're like, I made it. I'm stronger. I definitely don't feel the way I felt then. And for me, when I was looking back at it, I was like, oh, and and eventually someone told me to make it a book. And I was going to just do a little pamphlet and be like, here, girl, this happened for you. Go ahead and check this out. And um, one of my lines was like, no, you need to give this out to somebody. And I said, you know what? You're right. I won't be selfish with this because I'll tell you when you're writing a book about other people, you get self-conscious and you get concerned that maybe they may not agree with your interpretation of how things happen. And I definitely but it was your side. It was your side. It was right. It was your side of the story. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. yeah, and I learned to even with my parents, even my dad, we had a, a rift in our relationship um due to substance abuse for a few years. And I was concerned, uh, and not that I'm lying about anything, but those things are hurtful to read back if somebody wrote about you and their experiences and perspectives. So I had to go to daddy and was like, hey. Here goes the chapter about you. Um, and he was like, ma'am, baby girl, I'm just thankful that you were able to do something positive with it. And he, he blessed it. And even if someone doesn't bless it, um, you still need, that's still your story. It's still your perspective and it's still your truth. And I learned yeah. that throughout this process as well. The most important thing or the most revealing thing that came to you throughout that process. I realized that I could do anything and that I have everything that I need. And when you're trying to create or birth something that nobody around you has done, the initial thought is, I don't have this. I don't have a publicist. You know, I don't, I don't have an editor. I don't have any of these. You list all the stuff that you don't have. And then I realized after God said, like, I, baby, I got you. You just do this. I'll provide everything. And when I say he provided everything, I am a testament that you don't need to have it all to start. You yes. just need to start. Right. So start. Whatever you have, start. And I promise you, everything that you need will come to you with that. And I think mm-hmm. that really, it stops a lot of people. I know a lot of writers who write better than me, who have better stories, but they won't do half of the things I do because they think that they have to have it all together to start. And I yeah. tell people, just do, do something. So it's not my talent. I'm talented, but it's not my talent that has enabled me to do all of these things. It's legit. I have no fear when it comes to, the worst that can happen is it fails and nobody buys it. I'm still an author. <laughs> My book right. is still out there. Whatever you have, the worst that can happen is nobody supports it. So, the, but I don't want to live with regrets that I didn't do this because I was scared. And that yeah. can be a blessing and a curse. In what way? Well, it's a blessing that you become fearless and it's a curse that you just, People come to you with ideas, you're like, sure. So now I got to be like, Erica, you don't have the time to do that. Like, this sounds great, but I'm a, I'm a hype person. Oh, you want to do this? How can I help you? I don't have the capacity to help everybody. So I've learned that too. Like, yeah. these are the two things that I'm going to focus on right now. And I'm going to stick with these two things. And then if something falls off the plate, I can replace it with something. But I have like five things going on. And I'm not a person who wants to give 33% or whatever 100 divided by five is. And just be doing all this stuff, and it's it's pointless. You see people out there who got all these. It's twenty. It's twenty. <laughs> Look, I'm sitting here like fifteen times six. Is, see, this is why I couldn't be a doctor, y'all. Your prescriptions would have been wrong. They would have been wrong, y'all. I would have oh, been sued. Look, and I'm not a I'm not a math person either. But I was like, yeah, that is five. That's twenty. That's twenty. Twenty times five. Like, you can't you know? see my hand. I definitely was like fifteen, thirty, forty-five, sixty, seven. No, I was like eighteen, twenty-five. So appreciate that, sis. Twenty. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. 
And then you also wrote Let It Burn, Seven Ways to Ignite Your Future. Where did you, where did you go? I mean, like, how did you figure out this formula to ignite your future? Well, the first book was about telling you you need to forgive because I knew I had to forgive my dad in order to have healthy relationships. But how do you do that? Like, in theory, it sounds good. The people tell you at the church you need to do it. But that is a hard thing to do. Mm -hmm. Especially if those people aren't alive anymore, especially if, you know, it, it's a whole myriad of reasons as to how difficult that is. And people get the the why, but the how is where people get stuck. You know, people want to lose weight. How do you do that? People want to, you know, live and do better and save. Like, people want to do these things. How? So I was like, let me be very practical about this next book and really break forgiveness down to me. Um, in these seven steps that have helped me throughout my process. So I just yeah. really wanted to give people a how-to instead of just saying, you should do it and yeah. figure it out. Yeah, but the, but the mind, the mind is the thing. That is the, that's the thing that will, can change your entire life. But it takes practice to get to change your mindset. It is practice and routine. And people despise, routines are awesome. Mm -hmm. I have gathered, I have created such a great routine during this quarantine like, if I could bottle it up, and it's not anything, it's not complicated. It's legit. I want to do this. I I want to work out every day or five days a week, um, but I'm not an evening person. So me trying to work out after a certain time is not conducive. Yeah, me, me neither. So, I, yeah, I need to get up early. And I can sleep a little later now with me not having to drive it anywhere. But, like, really saying, okay, I'm going to drink this much water by this time. So I have worked on perfecting, if you can, a routine to ensure that I hit these goals that I have for myself. And I realized like life is complicated, but there are some things that are just so simple that we just make very complicated. You want to yes. do this, change your mind. I'm going to do this. How do I do this? What am I, I hear people all the time like, oh, I want to work out, but I get up at five in the morning, but you're not a morning person, boo. So why are you right. up at five? Cause th this yeah. is never going to happen for you. You need to work out at midnight or whatever time you up, you know, like I have, I'm in college when I almost flunked, I had to take a um, class to teach you how to study. And I was like, this is pointless. Why am I taking this class? But it was, so, oh, it was valuable. One of the most valuable classes I, take, I had taken at UVA. Because it was simple. The lady said, hey, how many of you guys study in your bed? Me, I'm, I, I, this is the front, I have a bed and a chair. That's my whole furniture in college. She was like, well, maybe you should study at the chair because you go to bed to go to sleep and you probably aren't getting much studying done in the bed. Mm-hmm. Well, ah, the light bulb just came. And I'm like, something as simple as get out the bed and don't study and sit in the chair ch changed the trajectory of the rest of my time at UVA. Something as simple as that. So I encourage you all, right. if there's something you want to do, like really think about it in the simplest terms possible. And whatever you control, like control that. There are certain things that are going to just be out of your control. But whatever you can control, figure out a way yes. to do that. Very yes, and yeah, and how the results, I mean, because I have changed my entire routine, my morning routine, and I have seen unbelievable results, not just physically, more importantly, spiritually, mm -hmm. the results that have been happening in my life have been pouring down like I have never seen before. I did it. I just, and I a state of gratitude every single day because it's such a blessing to be alive. Talk about yes. your results and how it has truly changed you as a person just by keeping to a routine. 
it has changed, like you said, the gratitude part. So I realized while, especially during this COVID time, people are struggling. There are some struggles that I don't have right now. So I am thankful. Is life perfect? No. Do I miss going outside? Yes. But am I healthy? Yes. Um, Do I have a job? Yes. Um, Do I have clean water to drink? So I just try to be very mindful of things. And even with the TV, like I've done the first bit of the quarantine, I was catching up on all my shows and I was glued on the tube. Now I am mindful to say, okay, after I do my workout routine, I check my emails, I read. Because I'm like, I really want to read more. So don't even let me turn the TV on before I read whatever it is. So like these simple adjustments have made me more just have more information about life and the things that I'm reading, like getting off of the, the, the it, even Instagram or whatever the case is. Like, I'm just mindful of my day. And I, I find that I can do so much more in the same amount of time. I've always right. had these same eight or 10 hours. I've always had them. But now I'm like, I have done all of these things by nine By 10 o'clock, I have worked out, had breakfast, read. Like, I have done answered emails in the same amount of time so I think for me it has made me realize how much time I had been wasting doing things that weren't working for me so I am extremely mindful now and I can't get back into this once the world opens up but keep these same things and you realize it's not that we don't have the time to do these things we just don't manage our time to do with it yes yes Yes. and that has been my takeaway I'm like how in the world am I doing all of this stuff and it's like 12 o'clock. And I'm not saying right. don't turn the TV on. I'm just saying be mindful. If you got stuff to do, the TV ain't going nowhere. Ain't nothing new on really, you know, at this point. No. So right. just yes. ensure yes. that you yeah. take the time, especially with everything going on, to really read and be informed about what is happening in the in, in the, your world. Yeah. What is happening. And right. I think that has been helpful. Like, not me speaking out of just emotion, but I am, I got facts now to back up some of the stuff that I'm seeing. So it's not we're, I want us to get out of the age of you just read somebody else's stuff and you're like, oh, no, be informed. Before we start making suggestions and, and comments on people's stuff, like really be, read a book read and what have you seen that you can back up whatever it is that you're saying. So with the mindfulness, I'm learning to keep my mouth shut unless I really have something valuable to add to whatever is happening. Because my opinion, yes. you know, it's great to me, but it ain't doing much, especially with all of the information we have just flying by half of it's true or most of it's false so i'm just learning to just zip it um yeah and pick my battles it's just it's this quarantine or whatever this, this covid has been a blessing to me child I'm, i hope that it's yeah. been a blessing to y'all and it ain't too late if it hasn't but pick you up a routine if you don't have nothing else find yeah. you a routine right right uh a couple of people quiet store in 2020 says i need to be more mindful of my day razamba Razamba says the news is wearing me out. Yeah, I don't even, I don't even, I re- because I'm filling in for Ryan Cameron on Magic uh, 107.5, like I have to be obviously informed to be able to deliver news. But I get a uh, an email from CNN in the morning, list the top five headlines, I breeze through those, and then I'm done. Mm-hmm. Now my husband, on the other hand, is <laughs> reading and listening to everything. And then one day he's like, ah. Oh, I just, I was like, what's wrong, baby? Like, I just, I just feel, I just, I'm like, yeah, because the eyes, they, they, they go right to the soul. Like it, yeah. it, it, it feeds into your soul. So no matter what you're looking at, good and or bad, it will go directly to your soul. So we have to be mindful of that. So Rizama, stop. Cut. You don't have to cut the news on. That's your choice. It is. It's your choice. It's your choice. Um, what book are you reading? 
I am reading now The Color of Law. Mm. Um, and it talks about how Shin was, was it was legal um, and how we are still reaping the ramifications of that. Yes. So essentially what we see now is we live in Atlanta. So even with the segregation that we have, like this has been instituted so many decades ago. You, We know that it's not new, but we don't realize how this stuff was like that legalized. It was legal for black people not to own not to own a home or mm-hmm. when we think about ghettos and stuff of how we were proud like people we have ghettos or the origination of even public housing was for white people after the war white yes people. it was yes, so people yes. Hear, yeah they hear ghetto now and you think black people no that wasn't the case and the reason why we had to live the way that we did was because we couldn't live nowhere else mm-hmm. like you legit had to have three families in your home to afford this astronomical that they gave you because they felt like you couldn't pay and if the payment back then one payment they you lost your whole house could you imagine like so it's infuriating reading this stuff but it has made me just more conscious of how i live why i live the way that i live Um, historically especially even in atlanta it's just a lot going on and it's gonna take it's gonna take time to un i don't even know if you do what's been done but but to find a way to make for people who look like you and I. Ooh, so if you're looking it, for a book it. to just, it's it's a lot, but it is, it has been, it has transformed the way I think about how and where I live mm-hmm. and what I think about um, the suburbs and the cities and schools and all that other stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to get into your new business real quick, uh, but I want to thank you because you are the person that, uh, I, like, over a year ago when we had lunch, you were like, you need to get the book White Fragility by Robin D'Angelo. And I'm like, uh-huh. okay, okay. <laughs> now you've seen a boom and uh, it's like the top of everybody's list with, with all this civil unrest and, and things that have been going on. So I want to thank you for opening my eyes to Aww. such a brilliantly written book by a brilliant author. Um, and uh, I'm grateful for that. I actually, I lent it to one of my friends. She's like, hey, can I get that White Fragility from you? <laughs> It's so like it's hard like, to find now. It's I like sold it. out. So you got it yeah. early. Yeah, I had to let yeah. mine out. Yeah, yeah. So it's a great course. book for yeah for those folks who are on the live with us. Uh, white fragility is is an amazing book. Just understanding racism is really talking about why white people do not want to talk about racism and they and you know the things that you know we've seen playing out in the media. Um, and it's really it's like and it's written by a white woman. So. I don't know how much more truth you can get when it's written from that side. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 Okay. So Erica, you have done something amazing along with your best friend, Naisha Baker. You all have created a business. Bossy Press On. Tell us about this and how was this birth during the age of COVID? I know y'all. So Bossy Bossy um, <laughs> was created, gosh, this, so, gosh, let me backtrack. So a year ago, almost a year ago, I had a trip to Orlando for my job, and I don't really know a lot of people in Orlando, so I asked my girl who's getting married the next month or two months later to come, just hang, hang on me for the weekend. So she came down, and she currently lives in New Orleans, and I looked at her nails, and I was like, these are pretty, and they had all sorts of jewelry, they were, you know, long, and I was like, man, you look nice. And she, backtrack two years prior I started wearing press-ons because I saw another lady um I saw her nails I'm like those are pretty and she's like girl these press-ons you can get them from 
Target or whatever, and they ten dollars. I was like, oh really? I went and got some. Never, never went back. She Naisha saw me a year later. She saw my hand. She bought them. Never went back. So when mm. I saw her nails, I just assumed they were press ons, and she was like, nah, girl, these are gel. It's a gel set, and these cost over a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And I said, a hundred dollars. She was like, girl, it's only like two and a half weeks. I said, I can't afford for to have a a manicure for two and a half weeks for a hundred something dollars. And, you know, of course the nail underneath is going to be destroyed for lack yeah, of a better term. Yeah. So um, we were at um, Twin Peaks watching the game and I said, how about we just go ahead and start our own nail line? And like I said, me, I'm that person of, oh, I'm going to try it. She, she looked at me and she was like, sure. I went and found us a little starter kit and um, I bought it that day at the Twin Peaks table. And then we just haven't looked back since then. So that was in our September of 2019. And then in December of 2019, a friend of mine who was also part of New Leaders Council offered her home for me to have uh, my launch party. Oh, wow. So that was December. And then COVID happened in February, March-ish. And of course, one of the first things that closed was nail salon. Yep. And we were like, ah, this is gold. So um, initially we had sold out and we were a little sad about it with the shipping during COVID. It was just tough to get our supply, but we restocked and we are trying to encourage people that this is more of a lifestyle than just an alternative, right? Mm-hmm. And not just because, and I did jail nails for 10 years. Like I, every two weeks I was in there, but you realize you have, to take a, you have to take a break after a while because your nails yeah, are you flimsy. Mm-hmm. They breaking. Yeah, it's just terrible. So for me, not only did it save money because a set of bossies is fifteen dollars, and that's two weeks worth of nails. Two weeks, so wow. a, month, a month worth of nails is thirty dollars, which I paid thirty five dollars to get a gel, and that's not including tip, the travel mm-hmm. time. I got to get there, so it's like a two hour thing. So our thing was time because I have done my nails at the airport while I'm watching TV. Like it takes me ten minutes to pop these off and put another set on um Mm -hmm. the health of your nails and just affordability so that's the pillars that we stand on so we want people to know that this doesn't have to be an alternative this doesn't have to be oh when they open because guess what your nails are still going to be weak you know anything you got to take a break from like think about wigs and if you wear wigs you know whatever you know do your thing but anything that you have to take a break from that you do on a regular basis it seems very problematic for me so yeah we talk to people about that like Oh, I got to take a break from me. Why you got to take a break from something that you do? It, it was supposed to be good for you. Um, so we just let people know to try it. If not, leave press-ons, which most people say um, they're very durable. I work out five days a week. I lift weights. My nails do not come off. Um, wow. When you order a set, you get a video that comes with it. So we show you how from step, we show you step-by-step step how to properly place them on. What happens is people don't either use all of the products, but they do it so that, of course, they just pop off. Um, right. So we just show you how to properly do them. You can do them forever. You never got to take a break. So I don't take a break when I take these off and take a day off. I pop the next set right on. Like, and my nails grow. So I usually have to clip them because they've grown so long. It's they're, it's, a, it's almost a protective style for your nails. But right. they're also fashionable. They're cute. Um, so we just encourage people to try them. If you haven't tried them, try them. And I guarantee you, if you do it correctly and they're secure and you realize you can comb your hair, you can cook, you can wash dishes, you can do all of these things with these nails that you won't go back. Right. I usually like mine pretty short and square. Like, so for people like me who wear them short, is that an option mm-hmm. as well? Yes. Matter of okay. fact, I'm going to send you a pair when we get off the line. I'm okay. going to send you a short pair. So we have short, medium, everybody. So there's literally all these different colors um, and designs to choose from. They're simple. 
but like I said, they are they're healthy and they're durable, and most importantly, they're black. Because yes, the likelihood of you going to get your nails done by someone who looks like you, like there are some black um, nail salons, but they're unfortunately they're far and few in between. And mm-hmm. we just we don't want to just be consumers anymore. We wanted to make sure that we were owners in this industry that I've pumped so much money into right. over the last four years. Yeah, that's really really good. And the, with the videos and 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 and. You know, showing people how to how to get it done. How can people go ahead and get their set right now? You can go to Bossy Press Ons, B-O-S-S-Y, P-R-E-S-S-O-N-S dot com and follow us on Bossy Press Ons um over on Instagram. We have videos, we have a good time. I love Naisha. I've known her since I've been 10. So we grew up mm-hmm. together. I've known her for a very long time. Um, but go to bossypresson.com and we have I think 31 different styles that you Wow, that's so great. If you all, yeah, if you ain't find a set, you just, you just don't want a set. You just, you know, right. we got something for everybody. So That is good. That's good. That's good. There it is. Bossy, I think Naisha's on right now. She's um, putting the uh, website up right there, bossypressons.com. That's fantastic. I love it. I love it. So in 2006, you became a member of the Theta Lambda chapter of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated. Did SG Row choose you or did you choose SG Row? It, you know what? It chose me. And I'm going to tell you a quick, funny story. Um, <laughs> so I have a twin sister. Most people, hopefully, most people know, but I have a twin sister named Ebony. And we both were at the school at the same time. She went and did an internship in Massachusetts somewhere far, far away. And she told me she was interested. And at the time, I was like, yeah, 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 that's awesome. And um, she sent an email to the people, but she had left, and I was the only one on campus during the summer. And whoever she sent some to sent some back. We, we did not have a chapter at the time at UVA, so we were inactive. And my future dean started working on staff there, and there was a few other people who had interest, and they sent out something. So a girl sees me at the at the gym, and I was not going regularly, so don't be fooled. Um, at the gym this day. And she was like, hey, she thought I was Ebony. And she was like, hey, we're having a meeting, you know, whatever, whatever. And I was like, meeting? And then I, I was like, oh, okay, sure. I'm bringing back and cheese to the meeting. So <laughs> we, we had a meeting, and I was like, okay, information. I'm going to tell you what they say, and I'm going to come back to you. Um, so right. I go through a little meeting, and I, I know these women. I've seen them before. And then all of a sudden, things just, things are real serious. And they were just like, so... You know, we brought you here, and if you don't, like, if, if this ain't what you want to do, then you need to, you know, exit. You're like, what? And What's going on? <laughs> right. I was like, so first I was like, whoa, whoa this is, I just came, I thought this was an info session or whatever. And then a part of me is like, ain't no punk. Like, you're not about to just invite me over here and tell me I got to leave. So that was really what I said. They chose me. I said, well. I'm here now, and that's how that whole story happened. I promise y'all, I hadn't. That's how it happened, and it was one of the best decisions I've ever made in my entire life. Wow! But wow. Mac and Cheese brought me to SG Row, and I remember I called my sister and I said, "Man, they had a little meeting, and they said all this, and I had to stay because I won't." And I remember I even looked around like, "Is anybody else gonna get up?" And they all was looking like, "Oh, we know why we here." And I said, "Well, hell." <laughs> I'm, we gonna do this now and that's how that started and one of the best decisions I've ever made so did your sister is she your last sister she is she okay. came back like the next week okay um, I'm trying to lord help me if these people 
Nothing happened at the time, y'all. Of course I did. That's right. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Um, but she came back like the next week, and yeah. So I, she's four, and I'm five. Wow, that's dope. Mm-hmm. Your mm-hmm. twin sister is your line sister. Yes, and it was mistaken identity, y'all. I promise y'all. They thought I was Ebony, so they did not know at the time that she was not there. So when they saw me, I remember. I think she even said, "Hey, Ebony." And if you're a twin, you know that you don't correct people ninety percent of the time because it's a longer conversation that you intend. It's like, oh, okay. are you, you're a twin. Oh, well, that, I didn't know that. So it, you know, 42 minutes and you just be like, yeah. So I typically answer for her and vice versa. And then I'll tell her, hey, Ebony, I saw this girl who looked like this. You know, I'll describe them so she knows who it is. And right. that's how we do. Oh, wow. That is such a great story. That's such a great story. And, you know, this summer was supposed <laughs> to be so lit for the SG Rose in Atlanta because of the National Convention. Well, the Boule and, and then... How y'all feeling? Yeah, y'all all right? just like that. Just like that. Just, you know what? I was looking forward to it. We had, I mean, I had someone calling me like, we going to Atlanta. I mean, we was, they was ready. And we yes. were ready. And I was ready. And then, so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I guess, hopefully, God willing, you know, our centennial will be in 22. And it will be amazing. But there's yeah. nothing like, or I wasn't hosting my, my chapter or whatever, because I'm not in the grad chapter at the time, at the moment. But, it's nothing like having something in your hometown where you can show your people. You know, like, it's just, yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be great. So we all are home, child. Yes, that's Yeah, it was three out of the four of us had, had um, boulets this summer. I mean, we were supposed to be in Philadelphia. Oh. The Zetas were supposed to be in D.C. celebrating their oh. centennial. And oh. then you all were, were, were supposed to be here in Atlanta. But, so, you know, it's I'm glad that all of us are safe. And I know that was a big task to take on to have to change everything to virtual and so shout outs to uh, all of our leadership uh, my mother-in-law is the president of delta sigma theta so she was dealing with hurricane awesome. barry last that's right. right so it's like all of our conventions just got washed away within a year Gosh. of each other yeah so you know they had to leave the next day right no, didn't they like get there the first day and they, they were able to do two or three days of two or two or three days of work two days of work because we went down the whole family went down there um and so we were there and we ended up having to drive back to Atlanta. Like, yeah. we couldn't fly back. So it was like, we yeah. had the kids. And my sister-in-law is a Delta. So she had three children. So we had, everybody's family was there. We were, you know, it was going to be, it was supposed to be, I was supposed to judge the step show. I was supposed to be the AKA oh, celebrity yeah. But, you know, um, we ended up having what her on do? Sister Circle. And, uh, you know, to talk about the convention and what, you know, what they had done with what they could, what they were able to do with the short amount of time they had. But, um, so all of us have suffered from that, just not being able to be together. But, you know, that's why I think, you know, the platform, a platform like this and, you know, um, sister Greek friends and, and sorors and line sisters, that's why it's, it's so very important. So I'm really excited for you, bossypressons.com. Um, uh, I hope that it, is just, it just flourishes and continues to oh, pour into you. you. Uh, I know you. you're. I know you're fully pressed on with Bossy Press on. But what is next <laughs> for you? What is? What are we? Am I going to see a movie? A new documentary? What's What's going on in that space for you? Well, so currently I picked up another part time gig. Well, so New Leaders Council, how we met. I'm now the co director, um, or one of the co directors. So Ashley oh, wow. Neely. I don't know if Ashley's on, but she's my awesome co director with New Leaders Council, and she's also. Your soror, you know, Ashley. She my, look, she my webmaster for Sporting Girls and Piper's Guy. I'm like, hold on. 
Ashley Haley. Ashley, Ashley has like 30 jobs. So Ashley, no, 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 wait, wait, she, is that the same one? She does well. She, she does. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her. Yeah, that's she her. Yeah, that's Ashley. Okay, <laughs> Lord, but I know Ashley. a couple of Ashley Neely's. I think I know two. So okay. Yeah, that's probably her. She is um all things tech and yes. she keeps she trains me because I feel like an old I gosh, I feel like a baby woman when it comes to Ashley when it comes to this tech. But she's my awesome co-director for New Leaders Council. So hey Ashley. Um and I'm just trying to figure out with well bossy, of course, and then I don't know as far as film. I am inspired. I have written um a few things years ago and I'm just believing God that they will manifest into something amazing as far as like a series like I had this epiphany today where you know I grew up during different world and Cosby show and those were family shows that we I sat with my parents and my sister like it was a family show that we could watch and it wasn't real corny you know right, it was yeah. actually good prime time TV mm -hmm. and I'm like I don't I can't think of anything that we have now that you can watch with your family like you got right. kids shows you got adult shows but I don't know if there's anything that merges the two where it is appropriate, it ain't corny, it's real, right. but it's something that you can yeah. do with the family. I think the closest thing that we probably have is Blackish. Um, um, yeah. With Anthony Anderson and Tracy Ellis Ross. I like that, and my, my kids can yeah. watch that too. Yeah. So that's the closest. Awesome. But yeah, I understand. You know, I have dreams of, of being a star of my own sitcom that I write. <laughs> well, y'all remember that y'all heard it here on yeah. July the 25th. Um, I mean, 24th, excuse yes. me, 24th, because that's how things are, uh, is, yes, uh, yeah, I've been writing down in my mind. Michelle is amazing. She's talented, so it's only going to be a matter of time. So I'm looking forward to watching you on whatever screen that God chooses to put you on. Um, yes. But I know it will yes. be amazing, whatever it is. And maybe yes. it's something I like, I don't know. I don't know. We shall see. Well, I thank you so much. Uh, how can people continue to follow Erica um, and, and all that she's doing. Give everybody your and your information as well. Awesome. So I, Legacy of Erica with a C and a K, because most people spell it with a C or a K. So it's Legacy of Erica, E-R-I-C-K-A. Um, for any, just me being goofy and me uh, promoting bossy and whatever other projects I do. Um, I do like docu series, but you know, with everything going on, we haven't been able to film like we used to, but we like telling stories. So um, I might be putting something out once. Um, let me talk to my videographer. I need to check on him. Um, but yeah, follow me on Lexi Erica. Definitely follow Bossy. Even if you don't wear press ons, you know somebody who probably does. Yeah. So try it. Try it out. Y'all find you a new hobby and a new habit and somewhere to save you some money. Save you some money during this COVID. Um, yes. Because somebody said something yesterday and they were like, you know, people who had money before the COVID have more money and people who didn't have money don't have, still don't have as much. And I was like, that's sad, but true. That is so sad, but true. Um, but, so, but then there's also a group of people who were, who had a job like me. Um, and now for some reason, just because of where I am in my life spiritually, I have been blessed with more than I've ever had in my entire life. Yes. And that is just, that is, that, and it, that has nothing to do with anything human. It's being, it's being grateful and then, and then God's grace. When I tell you, I am a, I am a testimony of standing in gratitude. And I, if y'all don't get anything from this live outside of making sure you get your bossypresson.com, that gratitude will change everything in your life. Everything. We are so concerned with where we want to be and what we've done in the past. But when you, when you can't stand in it, listen. 
I did this, mm. gratitude and love. It's literally, I see it every day. I see affirmations around my house. I have these little chalkboards that I got from Hobby Lobby, and I change the affirmations because not only do I want this to be my life, I want my little girls to know mm-hmm. that you can have anything you yes. want with a little appreciation. Yes. Anything. Yes. Well, I got a question for you, Rashawn. So sure. what does that look like for people who, who want to show more gratitude but have no idea where to start? You can start by waking up and saying, thank you, God, for this day. Thank you for the air I breathe. Thank you for my spouse, my partner, my lover. Thank you so much for those beautiful flowers. Oh, my God, I can really hear the birds today. Thank you. I'm just so happy to be in the present moment. I'm not thinking about anything in the past because if I continue to think about things in the past, I will relive those experiences, which will create my future. So if you stay back there, you will continue to create your future, which looks very much like your past. Because you know, so many people are like, oh my God, I just feel like I keep going through the same thing. Yeah, because you keep really reliving what 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 once was. And so you keep reliving it and it becomes to, it continues to manifest itself in that direction. So I'm reading a book by Dr. Joe Dispenza called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Breaking the Habit mm, of Being write Yourself. Write it down, y'all. Yes. It has, it's changing my life. It's very science oriented. So if you're not into that, but it talks about the science of your mind and how you can create new experiences as if they've already happened, but draw them towards you. It's very real. And I've That's seen it. That's a word. Yes. Breaking the habit of being yourself. Oh, yes. And then prior to that, I was reading Miracle, Miracle Morning by um, Hal Elrod. I'm also reading Know Your Why because I think that I have so many great businesses and not, I mean, I have Kusora, I got Sporty Girls and I have a brand, but why am I doing what I'm doing? Like, I know I want to give to girls in sports. I know I want to show how we can all come together in solidarity, these sororities and all of that. But what's my why? Like, what am, what's my why? So I'm really trying to figure out, like, really understand my true why in life. And, um, and I think the why's change, but let me really get a grasp on it now you know what I mean yeah mm. so I like yeah. that yeah yeah and that's a word because I think people think that you have to have it have it all figured out you know and you don't and I'm sure the why changes and it, yes. as I get yes. older especially from you know of course when you go to single to married to kids to whatever to tra- job transitions all that stuff your why changes and yes. being able to go with that flow or that wave or whatever that is, whatever you want to call it. You just said a word. Today. I'm about to check yes. out this book. I didn't already pulled it up. Yes. Breaking the habit of being yourself. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Because I mean, we can create a new one. Mm. So a lot of people just like, man, I want to, I just want to do this. I want to do that. Well, I'm about to do it. Cause what I won't do is leave this earth having not tried everything. My heart has desired. And you know, that drives me, Rashawn. When I say, I literally, when, when the day for me to leave this earth, I want God to be like, girl, everything I told you that I wanted you to do, you did. And that is what makes me continue to try new things. Because I don't ever want to be boxed into, oh, you're just an author, or you're just a, you know, a, a producer, or oh, you might just have this business. I want to do it all, and I want to be yeah. well, but I want to do it all. And I don't limit yourself to thinking that you can only do and be this one thing, because people mm-hmm. are still going to always see you as that one way. And that's yeah. fine, too. Yeah. But you can't control how people see you, but you can control how you move and whatever you achieve in this world. And I am learning that 
Yes. Lord, thank it's you. True. It is true. I think yeah. um, my therapist jumped on too for half a second, but my therapy too, coupled with where I am, girl, this magic I'm living in right now. <laughs> Somebody was like, what are you doing with your skin? I was like, babe, you're seeing what's within. <laughs> are seeing what is from, from put that on a shirt yes. put it on a shirt you are seeing the glow from within this is this is true work i've been putting in work because i want to be the greatest version of myself i want to be the greatest version of myself and i think that chick is dope i think that's i think that chick is dope yeah seriously yes. and i and i ain't even really touched her yet <laughs> I, I, i'm about like right here <laughs> That much. And the Bible, but, I just want to touch the hem. Yes. Him. Yeah. So that's where that's I am. And I want to inspire people along the way. That's what it's all about. When you when you can when you can speak this type of truth unapologetically, people will grow from that. People because people are watching. They're, even though it's you know, not a lot of people on this live, the people that are here are being blessed by this by this, and people's lives are being changed, and we can change one by the conversation and we've done what we're supposed to do here. Absolutely. And y'all see why me and Rashawn have been friends so long. You see we right. just be cutting up. But even with, all, even with all the cutting up, I always learn so much every time I speak with her. And I'm so thankful because Rashawn got jobs and <laughs> she got a lot of jobs. She got a whole family and the whole two people she's raising, two women or young yes. women that she's raising. And she still makes time for people like me and the people who, you know, look to her for guidance and support. So I just want to say thank you for always My making pleasure. time for me. Because every time I reach out to her and I'm like, hey, Michelle, can I do this? Or can I can I ask for this? She all It's always like, a, absolutely, of course, we're going to work it out. We're going to put in the schedule. So thank you for thank you for always oh. being. Oh, man, my pleasure. But thank you for always staying on me, too, because you know me. Uh, hey, just reaching back out. <laughs> But that's what you got. When you know people, I'd be like, let me give Rashawn. I give 48 hours. I know she yeah, did. Yeah. Usually at the 47th hour, I I'll hear like, Rashawn. Right. I'm like, oh, man. You know I got you, baby. You know I got you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but so, she always does. So yes, that's yes. what it is. So awesome. thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Bossypressons.com. I'm, I'm proud of you. Continue success. Shout out thank to you. Naisha Baker, your co-founder. Sending love thank to her you. as well. So thank you so much. Thank and, uh, you. This will be on our IG uh, TV and also on my podcast in the next couple of weeks, but instantly awesome. on IG TV. Yes. And I was going to say, can you save this? Is there a way you can send this? Because yeah. people need to see this channel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be, it's be, it'll be available at Cool Silver on the IG stories, uh, IG uh, TV series, and then I'll upload it to my actual podcast, which you can see, uh, which you can hear on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Podbean. All right. Awesome. Thank you. I miss you. I can't wait till the world open up. I know. So we can have some we can have some drinks. Some drinks. Right. I'm sorry. All right. Y'all gotta see all of this. It's fine. It's fine. Thank you so much. Have a great one, babe. All right. You too. Okay. Bye.